Welcome to the Unfeigned Faith Bible Study, where we'll be doing a weekly Bible study, typically going through a book of the Bible together, and uh, this will go alongside our regular Unfeigned Faith podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Colossians 3. And uh, last, uh, last couple of days, we talked about wives and husbands and, uh, and tackled that uh, uh, uncomfortable passage of wives submit to your husbands, husbands love your wives, and I hope that was a help and encouragement. And talked a little bit about children yesterday and, and, uh, and then came back around to fathers, provoking not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. And, and I could really spend a lot of time on, on just that one. But, uh, but I do want to encourage you, uh, consider the heart of your child when you're dealing with them. And uh, maybe we'll do a whole uh, series just on that sometime soon. But we're in um, verse 22 now. We should uh, finish up the chapter today. And it says, uh, <clears throat> good to see some of you tuning in now. Um, and, uh, it's a blessing. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Verse 22 says, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm struggling here. It says, Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Now, <clears throat> this is very similar to children obeying your parents. Notice what it says, Servants, obey in all things your master. Uh, you know what we love? We love loopholes. You know, even, even as I read that, the question's coming to your mind. Well, what if your boss has you do something illegal? You know, I think those are obvious. Um, there is always a higher authority. For example, we obey the government until the government goes against uh, our higher authority, which is God. The Bible says the powers that be are ordained of God. So you have the powers that be ordained of God. So when the powers that be step out from underneath the higher uh, the, the higher law, which is of God, then what, what, uh, what we do is we follow the higher, uh, the higher law. And so, so similarly, you know, uh, if there's something immoral or things, you know, you need to follow God and you follow your conscience. However, under this principle, and, and for servants, we can talk about, we don't, we're not necessarily even talking about slaves, and, but uh, the idea of, of, a, of, a, of a boss and an employee and this relationship, he says, servants, those you're serving, those you are under, even in a volunteer position, you're under somebody, uh, he says, obey them in all things. And uh, as I talked about yesterday, even with, my, with our children, we look for two things. We look for obedience, but we also look for attitude. Obey your master with a good attitude, with a good heart. And it says, in all things, according to the flesh. So all the physical, all the all the outward, you you you're fully engaged. Uh, you know it, it's a, it is a shame. It is a sad thing when when uh, a boss, an employer, uh, finds out that one of his employees is a Christian. He's a terrible employee, right? Or uh, or people might say, I'll never I'll never hire a Christian, or I'll never hire someone that goes to that church, or or things like that. What a horrible testimony. Uh, one of the places I went to Bible college, um, they uh, they had nearly a thousand students come in every semester, and and they have gotten such a good reputation and such a good testimony in that community that many businesses just the fact that you're enrolled there they will hire you on the spot, 
And, uh, and I thought, wow, that is an awesome testimony for a church and a, and a Bible college to have. And, uh, you know, Christians ought to be the hardest workers. We ought to, we ought to have uh, the most integrity when it comes to work, obeying in all things according to the flesh. And, and it says this, not with eye service as men pleasers. You know what that is? That's looking busy when the boss comes around. <laughs> uh, uh, not with eye service as men pleasers. It's, it's the behind the scenes stuff that really matter. Um, having that integrity, saying, saying I, I, my job is to make my boss look good. My job is to, uh, to be the best employee, even if I never get any recognition. You see, not with eye service as men pleasers, get this now, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. I work for my employer the way I do because of my fear for God. Isn't that an interesting statement, how, how, how God kind of brings that together the way he does? He says, uh, uh, again, we're in Colossians 3, uh, the last few verses, starting in verse 22. And he says, uh, as men pleasers, uh, or not as men pleasers, in singleness of heart, fearing God. What is my singleness of heart? My singleness of heart is my loyalty because of God to my employer, to the boss. Uh, loyalty there, you know, not when he's watching, uh, but in the break room with the other guys, you know, and they're all complaining and bagging on the boss, you know, it's, you know, it's okay then to, 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 to uh, chime in. No, that's not singleness of heart. And so as a believer, uh, we, we ought to have a good testimony. We ought to be the hardest worker, even if the boss is a jerk, and many times is. This is a test of your Christian character. And the reality is, that's where character is developed. It's, it's when it's tested, to see what you really believe. You know, the Bible talks about, I think I referenced this recently, in, in Romans 5, um, um, it talks about uh, uh, how, I'm trying to think of the words now, um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> let me just turn to that real quick. Hey, when that happens, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm just uh, struggling on getting it started here. Romans 5, and it says, uh, it talks about the, the hope we have in the glory of God. And in verse 3, not only so, but we glory in tribulation. Also, knowing that tribulation works with patience, Patience, experience, experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. And so, so when you have a boss that's a jerk, for example, what's happening? You're going through tribulation. You are you're going through a situation where 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 um, uh, those things are put to the test, or to where um, what you believe is now going to come out. Uh, ultimately, it's going to be tested. And so what is the character? What has been put into you as you go to work and you have that guy who is a jerk and uh, difficult to work with? Uh, your singleness of heart, serving him in all things. All right? Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but with singleness of heart fearing God. That's my motivation. As we talked the last couple of days about wives and submission to your husbands in a reference to Hebrews 5, uh, it starts off, be ye followers of God as dear children. In that context, jump over a few verses where it says, uh, wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. You see, 
that's the motivation. That's the thought process. And I'm not going to rehash all that. Uh, if, if you missed that, uh, feel free to look at yesterday and the day before's uh, Bible studies. But, uh, but as, as we talk about this, uh, God's our motivation. It doesn't say if you have a saved master, uh, if you have a godly master. No, no, no. You obey them in all things. Why? Because you fear God, right? This was part of the issue that Paul was uh, dealing with with um, Philemon. And, uh, you know, this, uh, this servant had run away from his master, and, uh, and Paul was encouraging him to go make it right. All right? And um, awesome uh, story there. So servants obey your, uh, your, your masters in all things according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleases, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Verse 23. Uh, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. So now he's taking it from not just servants, but, uh, but broaden it. You know, it should be what he said about the service is kind of a no brainer because, as a Christian, everything you do, you do it heartily unto the Lord, not unto men. You know, that verse, I was challenged with this one time. Uh, um, we had a preacher in, and, and uh, you know, he was talking about the music, the wonderful music. And I think it was at a conference or something. And, and, uh, and he had mentioned, uh, he said, uh, You understand that not singing with your whole heart is a sin? And uh, I was like, whoa. Um, you know, he, he basically had said, you know, whatsoever you do, do it heartily unto the Lord. You know, we can get so used to the music, the, the words. We just kind of go through the motions. We're singing it, but we're thinking about, you know, what are we making for lunch today? Or what's, you know, we have all these other things going through our mind. And, uh, and here we are uh, assembled together as a church, singing to the Lord, and your mind is somewhere else. Let me just say, that's not heartily unto the Lord. Uh, neither do I sing my best to impress the person next to me. <laughs> I'm doing it under the Lord, but in everything in life. And so, uh, so you know, guys that uh, are just uh, eye service men pleasers with their boss, they only they, they appear to be working hard when the boss comes around there, you know, but they're taking it easy, they're, they're, they're la uh, lazy and just kind of shamming. Uh, when the boss is, isn't around, that's not wholeheartedly under the Lord. You see? What are we talking about? We're talking. We're going from now performance outwardly to a character that's inward. What have you put in there? What is at the heart of, of all this? Uh, you as a Christian, what is the? What's your integrity like? What's your work ethic? What's your diligence? What's your thoroughness like? As 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 you take the character traits, the character qualities of of Christian living, and they've been put into us as we spend time in the Word, and we figure out this is what a Christian is like. This is where it's all kind of puts to the test. So he's just giving us some practical instructions uh, with servants and, uh, and so forth. And then it says this, verse 24, Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. Now remember what I said, that singleness of heart, my job is to make my boss look good. My job is to do my, you know, uh, work hard even if I get no recognition. Now we get some, some encouragement because there's one that recognizes. There's one that says, uh, says I'm watching. You're going to get your reward because we don't serve that man. We don't serve that company. We serve Christ. That's the point. When that boss comes your way and he's cussing at you and he's just a jerk, you know, you keep in mind, you're serving Christ. So, you know, and by the way, what, you know, as we are to walk in Christ's steps, was he ever abused in any way? Did they ever speak mean to him? 
you know, let me just say you're a good company, okay? Uh, you just say, yes, sir, with a good attitude, and you go on. Um, that's, that's Christ. That's how we serve the Lord Christ. So he's our motivation. He is the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. He is, he is uh, 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 what we're looking for. I want to honor him. He is the one I'm after. He's the one I aim to please. And really, no one else? Here's something to, to, to keep in mind. You know, your reputation. We ought, to, we ought to strive to have a good reputation. The Bible says a good name is better be uh, rather be chosen than great riches. But there are times when your reputation is under attack because of maybe lies, because of uh, gossip or what have you. Let me give you, give you some, some helpful, some advice. You see, your reputation is what men perceive you to be. But your integrity, uh, your character, that's what God knows you to be. Be more concerned with that one. Keep your, your reputation in God's hands. Let him restore it. Let him do, uh, do right by that. But, uh, but make sure that, you remember Joseph in the Old Testament? He worked for Potiphar, right? And uh, basically, basically gave him everything in the house, uh, everything in, uh, uh, he was in charge of. And, and Potiphar's wife uh, kept trying to seduce Joseph. Finally, she grabbed him by the coat, and there were no men in the house. And, and he left the coat behind and took off running. Boy, did he look guilty. His reputation was shot, but his integrity was intact. See, integrity is what God knows you to be. He, he could even go to prison with his head held high that, that he honored God. Now keep that, that in mind when it says, Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. With that in mind, as it's talking about servants, obeying your master, and so forth, if we serve Christ and he's our master, guess what? There's a payday. Um, and he, he's a good master. You see, there is a judgment seat of Christ where, where the things we've done to the glory of God are going to be brought into balance, given account for. Not talking about salvation. We're not talking about that. Uh, Christ laying down his life for us, bought our, purchased our salvation, making us right with God. But there is a reward system that's going to be revealed in the judgment seat of Christ. You know, uh, Matthew uh, 6 talks about, or uh, yeah, 6 talks about storing up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Okay? He's going to be exposed at the judgment seat of Christ. How'd you do? Did you do all to the glory of God? Were you bring honor to Him in the way you respect? There is no respect of persons. As a principle in Scripture, God's not a respect of persons. You see, uh, there's right, there's wrong, right? Uh, there's a good response, there's a bad response. Uh, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And they that reap to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. So do the Spirit. Well, of the Spirit reap life everlasting. You see? I believe that's in Galatians. Be not deceived. So, so, so saying, you know, you work good, guess what? God saw. But also, if you do wrong, if you don't do well, God's watching that too. You see? And so, um, so, so very, very important to, to kind of uh, bring this mentality, bring these thoughts in. You know? and, and let me just say, this, this is what's going to help you. 
uh, to not dis- get discouraged and not give up when uh, sometimes the job is tough or what have you. The Bible says this, if you faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If thou faints, faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. And, uh, and, you know, and this is a great time when adversity comes, when it's difficult, when you're uh, trying to get through working with that boss to, uh, to, to stay focused. To, to realize that I'm serving Christ and my character uh, um, is, is being tested, but it's also being proven because tribulation works with patience and patience experience. You see, it's proving the things that I've put in as, as they get put to the test. Patience, yes. Uh, we're supposed to grow in patience. That's one of the character qualities. Uh, we're supposed to grow in these things, and so, 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 so we're challenged by even a difficult boss. And uh, and so, what he's doing, he's he's challenging us with our attitude. He's challenging us with with our follow through. Don't be just eye eye servants, uh, eye service, uh, men pleasers. Keep in mind, you're serving the Lord, and so whatever you do, do it heartily under the Lord, knowing that He is the one that's going to reward you. You say, no, I'm getting a paycheck from that guy. No, no. At the end of the day, Christ is the one that will reward you far beyond what you see on the next pay period, you see. And, um, and so keep that in mind. On the flip side, careful for wrongdoing. You're going to receive for the wrong you've done as well. And so there's an incredible challenge there. Let me go one more verse. Uh, uh, we're now in Colossians 4, verse 1, just because it uh, continues the thought. Masters, give unto your servants that which is equal, knowing that ye also have a master in heaven. So for those of you who are employers, um, or you uh, or you manage, or you oversee, and let me just say, even with your children and things, keeping in mind that he says, he says, uh, give to them their ju- uh, which is just and equal. Did they earn it? Did they work for it? Reward. Don't hold them back. Don't hold back. Be generous with these with with those that you've hired. Um, and uh, you know what's it what's it what's it condemning here? It's condemning a stingy boss. <laughs> it's uh, it's condemning a boss that's not going to do things with equality, so to speak. Uh, he uh, he's saying he's saying, masters, make sure you are treating your servants uh, well. Pay them well. Pay them for what they've earned. You see, keeping this in mind, the same motivation as the servant had. Keeping this in mind, you have a higher master. And folks, that's all of us. At the end of the day, with everything, we have a higher master. Husbands, be careful how you treat your wife and your children in this context, right? Because you have a higher master. Wives, be careful how you respond to your husband and how you treat your children. There's a higher master that you're answering to. Children, obey your parents. What does it say? Uh, In all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. That's the highest master. You see how it all comes back around to that? We need to make sure that it's in its proper perspective, proper order. Uh, Who are we serving here? In everything in life. I really don't think God cares about my job. I'm just driving trucks. Oh, he cares very much about that. I don't really think God cares. I'm I'm just delivering. I'm just a delivery guy. He cares very much about that. I'm just, I'm a school teacher. He cares very much about that. Uh, because you have, you're involved with the children. And he loves the children. But woe unto them who uh, offends one of these little ones. Teachers have a wonderful responsibility. And, uh, 
uh, you know, and the list goes on. He's very much, he doesn't care. I'm a plumber. <laughs> he cares. He wants you to be the best Christian plumber you can be. And by the way, a lot of those service jobs, guess what? You get to see people. You have a tremendous opportunity to let your light so shine before men, to be a testimony, to be a shining light in a dark world, and especially right now, a very discouraged world. Where, what's the hope that lies in you? Be ready always to give an answer of the hope that lieth in you with meekness and fear. You see? And uh, being ready always. And I think we'll stop there for today. Went a little shorter than I've been doing lately, but uh, that's okay. I, I hope that's a blessing you. We kind of touched on a lot of relationships the last couple of days. Husbands, wives, children, fathers, uh, masters, servants. All right. And uh, God has a lot to say about these relationships and how we ought to respond. And uh, tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll pick up on uh, chapter 4, verse 2, as we start getting into prayer. And uh, this, is, this is a rich book. I've sure enjoyed this journey, this study, verse by verse through Colossians. 